Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, another episode of the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. San Diego's number one sports podcast network. Uh, we actually hit record today, and we got the right episode in the notes, Wade, so we're off to a good start. Is it only 93? It's 93, yeah. Wow. We slowed down significantly yeah. during the summer. Seems like just yesterday we started, uh, well, I think I came in at like episode 10. You came in, I think it was five. Okay. Brought you in because we were bringing it in local, trans- transitioning from the the LA show, which I know you were a big fan of. Don't think I listened once. The Dodgers, Angels, Prospects. Yeah. Hey, blame the network. At Believe Network. They didn't want a pottery show back then. So I had, to, I had to make do. And then I talked them into it finally. Great work out of you. Someday we'll do a, uh, like an oral history, maybe. Yeah. You know, like a 30 for 30. Maybe episode 100. Seven, <laughs> seven episodes away. We talk about it plenty. Anyway. This week, um, the potters are in trouble. I don't know any other way to... Put it. I got, Major trouble. I got your dog licking my leg right now. She wants attention. Margo's in studio. Special guest, Margo. Yeah, she's in studio today. You've seen and her on Twitter. She's being extra sweet and very, I think, tired, I guess, because usually she's sweet but hyped up. Yeah. This week she's just sweet and kind of- The heat. It's the heat. It's hot in studio. So anyway, the Padres are in trouble, and there's there's no way around that. I mean, this is still, what do we think, this, the second best Padres team ever? <laughs> the, it, minimum the third. So 98 right now is still the ceiling. I mean, yeah, we weren't alive for the other one that you're going to say, so. 84. I don't know how many wins they had in 84. You want to look that up real quick? And then, I mean, obviously 2020 was a really good team, but that was a short season. It's kind of hard to gauge um, the quality of the team over just 60 games. And we know they were really good. They won a lot of games. Um, they won a playoff series, which for the Padres is semi. 92 un- and 70. Unprecedented. And 84. So yeah, that's that's the benchmark. So, sorry, 2020 team. Y- you didn't have the chance to win 90 games, but yeah. There's been some other teams there, here and there, but uh, 98, 84, and then I think 2020. So since 1969, this is the, nice. right now the fourth best Padres team ever. Kind of hard to complain, but we're going to complain because we expect to be good. Now we're, you know. This is the ch- this is our time. Perennial contenders. Yeah, we just did a show called The Golden Age of Padres Baseball, where we expect to be good for the next five, six years. Ten. Thirteen. The length of Tatis' contract, you know. Anyway, we're gonna get into how they're in trouble, what we're gonna do to fix it, if anything. Um, and then I want to fix tanking. Because I was reading an article today on ESPN, because I, I don't know, I've I have ESPN Plus. What's up? And I don't know if this was a plus article actually, but tanking is a thing I think about in all leagues. Like I'm off when I go for a walk, like I think about ways to fix tanking either in baseball or basketball or football. I enjoy coming up with creative solutions to these things. And uh, a lot of them are impractical, but I like, I like doing it anyways, just like a thought exercise and keep your mind fresh. Yeah. And uh, uh, everything like doing some like doing Sudoku. Ryan <laughs> likes doing made up scenarios. I want to fix, I want to fix tanking just everywhere. Even if there's really not a huge problem like the NFL. Um, I don't think tanking is a huge problem in the NFL, but 
know, things like relegation, like could we make another league? Could we join with European teams? Some like could we do other things? Could we spread out the talent? Um, reverse draft order. Like there's so many different things you can think of to do. Um, incentives to try to get rid of tanking. But anyway, MLB uh, or ESPN writers were were spitballing some ideas, and I didn't think any of them were good ideas. But we're going to get into uh, my solution to fix tanking. And we may have even brushed on this in previous episodes, but regardless, we're going to get into it again. Before we get into all that, Wade, you got an ad read for us that you were super prepared to read? I noticed you uh, are watching Little League on there. Do you think you can bet Little League? I don't know. Can you? We'll find out. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win a championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I never heard of half of these guys, and the ones I do know are way past the prime. Most of these guys never had a prime. This guy here is dead. I was actually thinking about betting on Little League. I don't know if you can do it on uh, Bet Online or, or any other platform. I wouldn't think so, but uh, I am looking forward to the days when, like, let's say we have kids at the same time or close enough, and they're playing Little League. You're still going to have that sweet mullet? Oh, I don't know if it's ever going away. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's here to stay for a while, at least. Um, like, just live betting, like, go to games and bet on things. Like, we do that when we go to Potter games. I'm sure dads everywhere have done that. Tweet at us if uh, you bet on your <laughs> if you're your, dad and you, if bet, you bet on your son's little league game. <laughs> um, yeah, drink a bit, you know, just Randy Marsh it up. <laughs> Gonna have a few beverages and then just bet on things going on that in the game. Dad, <laughs> Marco was just chewing on my toe. Here we go, Denver. <laughs> lay, lay down, Marco. Get out of here. So before we get into the rest of the show, I wanted to shout out the Logo Tournament, which is you can follow them on Twitter at the Logo Tourney. They're doing a minor league baseball like best logo tournament, and they've broken it down into the divisions. The divisions, by the way, are a complete fucking shit show. Yeah, they just randomly pick it. No, but like the names. So they got rid of all the names, you know, like International League is gone, Texas League is gone, mm. Pacific Coast League, all those, you know, names we grew up with and like and are historical. Um, there's now like a triple A East League. And within that league, there's a West and an East. So your team could the be AAA in... AAA East-West division? You're in AAA East-Western division. That's a thing. I guess it's like, you know... How f- no, no, it's no, stupid. It's like, it's like SEC, it's Southern... It's really stupid. Southeastern Conference, and then there's a West and East division. Uh, no. But but SEC, no, is, SEC is a brand name. So like SEC, you don't read out the whole... Southeastern Conference. No one says Southeastern Conference. You say SEC. Pac-12 is not the Pacific 12. You know, it's SEC is a good place to stay, though. They have divisions. Um, but to have an Eastern League, and by the way, it's AAA East, AA East. Yeah, you should probably league. do like North they're and all, South. They're all the same. There's Once a, you do that, like then divide it by North there's and a, South. There's a central thrown in there somewhere. But to have an East League, AAA East, and then... East Division, West Division, I think it's really stupid. Uh, why couldn't we just grandfather in the names? Anyway, we're off topic. Um, 
there's a logo tournament going on and there were winners picked from each league and I think just the leagues um, to advance. Oh no, there's divisions too. So uh, the Ch- the Chihuahuas logo has advanced to like nice. this bigger overall bracket, which it's is a good logo. They're representing the AAA West in the in the East. There, you know, there's a different one, and then you know, AA South, AA Northeast. Um, you get the idea. But anyway, the Chihuahuas are representing the Potters affiliates here, and you can go vote at the logo tournament as I voice crack. Um, it, on Twitter, literally at the logo tournament, all one word. Um, their biggest competitors, I was kind of looking through these, the trash pandas are gonna be tough to beat just because they're a new team. They've got one of the most unique names. It's one of the best ones out there. A <sighs> huge trash panda. Guy. They like engineered this team just to win tournaments like this. Like yeah. they picked the team name. They picked a, it's a, it's a trash can with a panda in it. Like, how do you beat? I don't know how you beat that. The yard goats are going to be tough too. It's, it's a goat like chewing on a bat. I, I, I like that. Um, the sod poodles, sod poodles are in this, unfortunately. So that stings. Yeah. Considering they could have had two, uh, two representatives. They were created with the pod rays and they, and then now that they have moved on they're in this tournament, Chihuahuas are strong, though. I like the Chihuahuas logo a lot. I've been meaning to get a hat for years, and I haven't. I'd like to get a hat for all the teams, honestly. The problem, as you know, is we just saw this. The team can easily just hermit crab out of here and become an affiliate for another. I don't know. I think it's pretty set now that they like did the realignment. Is it? You at least got five years. Yeah, that's right, I guess. But um, I'll, I want to get a hat from all the affiliates. The storm hat is pretty sweet. I have a storm hat. Nice. I'd like the missions hat. Well, kind of like missions. Yeah, <laughs> come on, missions. Um, but I definitely want a tin caps hat, and then a a chihuahua's hat. Okay. So I'll work on that. But anyway, go vote. Also, MLB Pipeline did this, you know, prospects list, kind of just updating surging prospects from every team in baseball. The Padres, not the sexiest name. The Padres haven't had a very good minor league season. The, the the teams in general have just kind of been subpar. Some of the standout players are guys that we already know. But other than that, um, not a lot of guys are qualifying for things. Uh, Campusano's had an okay year. Hassel's had a really good year. We know that. But other than that, nobody else has really you know stood out too much. Ethan Elliott was the guy they named. They have him ranked number 10 in the system. I know in, in other lists he's much lower but he's uh you know when they put this out he had a 306 era with 87 strikeouts to 19 walks in 70 and two-thirds innings his era has risen a little bit uh to i think 355 now and he's not going very deep into games which is the problem that i have uh he was a 10th rounder um in 2019 he doesn't have anything too impressive in the arsenal um Lots of like grade 50 pitches, you know what I mean? So like average, um, he's got a good changeup, which can be plus. Uh, so that's a thing that, you know, can take you places in the minor leagues if you have a really good changeup, if you're a lefty, which he is. And I don't know people are thinking like he's an option to help in the rotation. The rotation's a mess right now. We're going to talk about the rotation in a minute, but um, like, could he be an option in the bull, in the, in the rotation? Reese Kinnear, we've seen come up. Uh, I just thought it was cool to see Ethan Elliott get recognized a little bit. 
by MLB is like the the Padres surging prospect. How old is he? He's twenty four. Nice college player. Um, out of where? I don't have it in front of me. You can look that up. You got to know these things, Ryan. Slacking, <sighs> slippage. Can't let slippage into your life. It is uh, it is Friday, so we're recording this on Friday afternoon. Potter game starts in forty minutes, and if they lose today, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my shit. I say that. Every other day, I feel like if they it's a, lo- it's a can't lose. Well, they're playing all these crappy teams, whether it's the Rockies or it's the Diamondbacks or it's the Marlins or it's the Pirates, and, they, and they're not winning the games they have to win. And it's it's really frustrating. So, Lincoln Memorial College didn't even know that was one. Wouldn't have come up with that. What state do you think that is in? Nebraska, Tennessee, Tennessee. Okay. Hmm. Lincoln, did you know he was a Republican, Wade? That's a pre-switch. What? Pre-flopping parties. What are you talking about? Cut this out. (laughs) I think I know what you're trying to say, but I'm not sure. So can you elaborate on what you're trying to say? What does he look like? Um, I'm trying to think. Is is it like Jim Halpert? Ooh, not a bad a call. young Jim Halpert. Yeah. I was also thinking, uh, what's the show you like with the Chicago, like kind of homeless family? Oh, Shameless. The dad, a young him. William H. Macy. Yeah. Not even close. Okay. Get out of here. Uh, okay. So back to the Padres who are in trouble. This is, I am sounding the trouble alarm right now. If we had an alarm, maybe I'll put it in post. Probably not. Cause Margo I'm not going to look into the. Did she finally lay down? Yeah, she's asleep. Pies. Potters are in trouble, and it's the pitching, and it's the same problem as last year. And spoiler alert, that will exit you from the playoffs very quickly. If we even get there. When you don't have – shut your mouth – when you don't have the pitching. And last year it was Zach Davies, Chris Paddock, Craig Stammen. Craig Stammen went game three, yeah. Um, that was like our rotation, and then we – Threw together, like we hoped for a, a bullpen day with Craig Stammen, and then can we get to a game four? Who's going to pitch game four? Didn't Sunshine come out, but only pitched like to two batters? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm having serious flashbacks to that, and that got us through St. Louis. And then when we played the Dodgers, it was we're like maybe we we had a chance at stealing one of the games, but like even if we did, that rotation's not winning a series versus the Dodgers. No, and I mean. Pre-yesterday, though, it was like, okay, we got three. Like, that's fine. You can go into a series with three pitchers and win. I'm cautiously optimistic that Snell is figuring things out. And he hasn't looked good all year. His ERA is still over 4-5. That's whatever. When you get off to a bad start, like, it's really hard to get your ERA back down to something respectable. You kind of have to look at the samples and are we into, like, you know, what's his three-game sample? What's his most recent five-game sample? How's he pitched over his last 10 starts? Um, you have to look at those things when you're, you're only as good as your last pitch, Ryan. I don't want that. That's a little aggressive, but speaking of this, uh, trouble that our pitchers is going through, why the fuck does Rothschild still have a job? <sighs> well, who do you replace him with? Are you going to fire him mid season and then have, yeah, nobody would be better. Heath call Heath Bell. I think Heath Bell's just hanging out in Texas. Yeah. Where's Balsley? I don't think he has a job right now. Yeah, just no, he's working the front office. Yeah, bring him back. Just call him down. Like you're going back down on the field. Yeah. Um I don't we need to figure out what happened with Ballsley. Like, why did he choose then to retire? He he was with so many bad teams 
and then the team got good. Did they force him out? Did he really want to move he to a different great. role? Would make so much out of um, a nothing bullpen. He's the best in baseball forever. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, Rothschild's got to go. Everybody hates Rothschild now. If if he doesn't go at the end of the year, heads will roll. Well, who's there's also been a lot of injuries. I, I mean, I'm anti Rothschild too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also going to play a little devil's advocate here. Like Paddock is hurt right now. Paddock's been better this year than he was last year. Okay, no, but like Snell um, was great. Snell's terrible. He came here and then Rothschild gets old. Uh, awful. There's also the spider tack thing, which is come into play. Yeah. That you. that could have an impact on some of the guys. Mainly you. Darvish. Yeah. yeah. Um and then other than that, so who else in the who else in the rotate like Musgrove has been great. And then Ryan Weathers has been pretty bad. And they've they've had trouble like Adrian Morahone, who we expected to be in the rotation this year, out for the year. It seems like they've all Mackenzie Gore. They've everybody's regressed once they've come to Rothschild. Except for Joe Musgrove, who's been electric. Okay. I'm just I'm spit, I'm devil's advocate. He's got to go. Um, there's no one to help this rotation right now. So you Darvish is moving to the IL. Uh, Denelson Lamette's been out the entire year. Chris Paddock may be coming back soon, but who really cares? Um, we're relying on Snell, relying on Musgrove, and then there's question marks everywhere. Make uh, Nabil Chris Matt a starter. Uh, no. Ethan Elliott. I mean, so so none of these guys are really options. Reese Kinnear is an option, I guess, but you're not going to rely on Reese Kinnear in a playoff game. Not for more than a couple innings, and yeah. not, not unless you have to. Aaron yeah. Leisure, Ethan Elliott, Mackenzie Gore, guys who are in the minor leagues right now. Um, They'd have to be added to the 40-man roster, and I don't think there's room on the 40-man roster to add one of these guys unless you absolutely have to. And... Let's go to Mackenzie Gore first. He's been battling blister issues at AAA, so he hasn't pitched super recently. Mackenzie Gore has not only been, you know, a probably refused in multiple trades this season for, you know, starting pitching by other teams. He hasn't been healthy. He's been erratic with his control and command. And, and according to anyone who's seen him, has regressed so much that people just are assuming yips. We've been talking about it for weeks now. And the Potters have really needed starting pitching. And it says a lot about where they think he is in his progression that he's not up with the Major League Ball Club because they clearly need starting pitching. They called up Reese Kinnear. And no offense to Reese Kinnear, he's been okay for what we've needed from him. But Mackenzie Gore has had opportunities to be on this team, and the Padres continually pass over him. And maybe when he figures out his blister issues, we can revisit this because he's—I think he's already. No, I don't think he's on the forty-man yet. But he has to be added to the forty-man. I think this off-season to protect him from the Rule Five draft. Right. So you might as well add him now, but they're not doing it. So. That speaks volumes. Aaron Leisure, they don't want to. I, Ethan Elliott, these guys are, are having decent years in the minor leagues. They're, I think they're walking. They're they're kind of like Reese Canary. They're walking too many guys. Um, they're not big strikeout guys. They don't have the the plus plus pitch that you need. And you know we talked about that kid Cop who got drafted in the fourth round or whatever right. it was. Are they prepared to add him to the forty man? 
that quickly this year. I mean, who do you take off? Exactly. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, they're moving Chrismat up and down. They're moving Kinnear up and down. The pitching's a mess, and it doesn't look good for going in the play. Like, okay, so you Darvish look good getting to the playoffs. You Darvish has a Let's back issue. They've got. They've got. A, what's the current uh, standings right now in the wild card? I believe we are three and a half up on the Reds. So in the I, this stat today, in the last ten games, the Reds are six and four. Uh-huh. In the last ten games, the Padres are six and four. So in the past ten games, there's been no movement. I don't see the Reds catching us, even though we're having problems. The the Reds aren't that good. Yeah, but they get look at who they get to play. I know. I also we looked at, if you look ahead of the Reds schedule, they it they play mostly the Central on the way out, and the Central is really bad. It's you know the Pirates, it's um, the Cubs, the Cubs who have just started tanking. It's not pretty. The Reds aren't that good though. They're just they're just not. The Padres faults. Uh, are being magnified right now because our expectations were so high. The Reds were just really hot. I think they had like a nine, ten game win streak to get them back into contention here. Right. That 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 was their shot. Yeah, I mean it is a game of streaks, and this is what we're complaining about. We could go on clear, clearly going on eight. We're on streak. our downside. Tatis right. is out. He's expected back any day. And the Reds were super hot, but there that that was it. They they had their ten game run where they were on fire. And now things are going to normalize for a little bit. The Padres are going to get hotter. The Reds are going to get – like that's just what happens in baseball over a long season. Okay. I'm not really worried about the Reds until we get you know down to the wire here. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Until next until next pod. We'll see you in a week. <laughs> Tatis. I want to talk to you about – we haven't talked about Tatis moving to the outfield. And I uh, callously told responded to somebody on Twitter who you know a week ago was talking about how – Tatis is going to move to the outfield. And I, in my arrogance, said, uh, nobody on the Potteries is considering moving Tatis to the outfield. Well, now everyone on the Potteries is considering moving Tatis to the outfield. He's been, have changed. he's been publicly working out in the outfield for several days now uh, with Wayne Kirby, who's the outfield guy. Tatis working in the outfield, I think my initial reaction to it being, this is stupid. This doesn't save someone's shoulder. Guys in the outfield get hurt all the time, diving, running to the wall, colliding into teammates. Like there's a lot of ways to hurt yourself in the outfield. So the fact that you're going to hide him in the outfield didn't make a lot of sense to me. But when you look at it in another way, and a lot of people have brought this up on Twitter because Twitter's full of detectives who are good at figuring stuff Sleuthers, out. Sleuthers, yeah. It's a way to get more guys in the lineup. If you make him position, that's exactly the case. Yeah, make him position flexible. There's a reason we got Frazier, who's been a stud. Position flexible, Cronenworth, Kim, those guys, and Frazier can all move around to like, you know, each one has two, three positions that they can play. So now, um, you can move Cronenworth to shortstop. You can put Tatis in right field. You can sit Myers. Kim can play second, or Frazier can play second. Like, there's a lot of things you can do here. So it just adds more versatility. I don't think he's going to come back and play the outfield just going forward. It doesn't make any sense to do that. But there might be a spot start here or there. Yeah, I could see him playing like 10 games going down the stretch here, um, you know, here and there, going back and forth between short and, and outfield. maybe just a test to like when the playoffs come, can we do this? Yeah, and I think he's clearly athletic enough to do it and just his baseball instincts are on par with anyone in baseball. I would think – that you would put him in left field, though, because he's been at short his whole life. The ball comes to the left side of the field differently than it goes to right. 
reports and videos show him in right field. I know. And center. Right. Which center doesn't make a center, lot of sense. Center makes no sense. Center, you have a lot more responsibility. Uh, the communication, you yeah. have to you have to cover more ground. He's not familiar with the outfield. Like, you're going to throw him in center field in the major leagues? I'm, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, kids is stud. Kid could do anything. And the kid you last year. put him in the NBA and he'd dunk. The kid last year won a gold glove in center field. He did, but uh, he can't hit. Not this year. So it's I think it's right field. Okay. Just I know what you're saying. It makes sense. I would put him in left. I'm also just saying they've only they've been playing him in right. Yeah. Or warming him up in right. I mean, I guess Fam can't throw, so you can't put him in right. Fucking fam. We need the DH badly is where this comes down to. We would be a great AL team. The the DH I thought had a really good chance to be in play this year. And because it didn't make sense. We talked about this a year ago, and you may may not remember this conversation, but they had the DH in twenty twenty. We were talking about, hey, are they going to keep it or not? And I think my argument was, what, they're going to get rid of it for one year and then bring it back in 2022? Why don't we – okay, it's here. Why don't we just keep it? Like It just it makes too much sense to just keep it around. And clearly they didn't, they didn't care and now we're going to have a work stoppage next year as they negotiate a new CBA and uh, the best Padres team ever is not going to get to play. So Stop. <laughs> uh, next year's rotation, assuming healthy. And our team – the team's never healthy. Clement – Clement, Clevenger, Lamette, Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Sploosh. That's a that's a rotation. Can they stay healthy is the thing. And can we hire can we fire Rothschild before next season starts? Yes. So anyway, um the team if this team had to stumble into the playoffs today, I don't think they win the wild card game. And I don't think they're a World Series contender, even if they do win the wild card game. As they sit, as they sit right now, yeah. I mean, it's all going to come down to you, not you, Ryan, or not you at home, but you, Darvish, somebody. If he's back healthy, you, we have three pitchers. You can win a series with three pitchers. Yeah, you definitely can. And I think the the bullpen has been good all year, and it's lengthened. And Hudson's here. Ish. Hudson has like, but you know, it's one start or one appearance from him so far. I think you can make do with the bullpen. The bullpen, I'm not super worried about. Right. I mean, if we go in with three healthy starters, it's better than we were at last year. Much better. And those guys who are healthy are still much better than anyone we had last year. Right. And Lamette, you know, could still be in a bullpen option, assuming he comes back from this Maybe weird... Maybe Paddock and Weathers figure it out. This weird hip thing he's dealing with. Yeah. <sighs> I just expected a lot more. So it's, it's just, it's disappointing. I know it's, there's like Padre Civil War going on. Not officially yet, but hey, the team's been great. Let's support them versus like, hey, this team's been disappointing. Like, can we figure it out? Fire Ballsley, fire Tingler, promote uh, Schumacher. Shoemaker? Skip, Schuma- Skip Schumacher. Skip Schumacher. Schumacher, yeah. The, I, I don't like seeing Pottery fans fight. So, guys, like, we're on the same team here. And it's okay to support the team no matter what. It's okay to hope for more. It's okay to be disappointed when you had really high expectations. Like this is, there's no wrong answer here. Um, Don't be a negative Nelly, but also like Potter fans who are overly optimistic, kind of get where other fans are coming from, where we finally have a good team and we're in just kind of a shitty spot right now. So it'll be copacetic. Tatis is hurt. The rotation looks like shit. Like let let us be upset. Uh, I'm going to be upset for a little bit. It's fine. I'll get, I'll get over it. We haven't been able to be upset. No, we've been, in purgatory for the last exactly 50 years. Anyway, before we get out of here, 
I wanted to talk about fixing tanking. In baseball, it's pretty tough. In baseball, tanking is not really a sound strategy. It's been proven to work, kind of. But like, okay, so the Padres tanked. Who among their top draft picks is oh, helping this team right now? Don't go to that one. No, I'm just saying. Like, Who among any Padres top draft pick has ever done it? No, I'm just saying. When the Padres started tanking, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Zero. Uh, There's zero of them. Like, Weathers is in the room. I mean, you could argue that we got trades because of them. Traded Cal Quantrill, kept Weathers, Mackenzie Gore kind of sucks. Um, they just drafted Jack- Jackson Merrill, who's not doing anything. Uh, My boy James Wood, though. They traded Hudson Head. They traded Colt Wilcox. So, like, there there were things that happened. Just look at the Braves. Braves hoarded pitching prospects. And ours, um, too. They're not that good. Uh, but, like, the Astros are the model. The Cubs were kind of the model for tanking. Tanking, I don't think, really works in baseball. But, anyway, to get teams to avoid tanking. Wade, uh, as you've probably heard, there, there's another thing I want to do with baseball. Is like I'd like to get rid of divisions. What do you think about that? We'll start step one here. I want to get rid of divisions. National League only, American League. You've you pitched this before. No. You don't like it? No. Why do we still have divisions? What the, what's the point? Why not? There's divisions in every other sport. Yeah, I didn't say that was a good idea either. <laughs> but especially the NBA. The NBA has divisions. Do you even know the NBA has divisions? Yeah. Pacific. It's the only one I Who's have. in the Pacific? That would be the Clippers, the Lakers, the Kings, and the Suns. That's it, really? And the Warriors. Oh, there we go. Uh, but who cares? Um, I mean, nobody cares about the NBA. NBA's dead. It's dead. I don't get divisions. I think it's really stupid in baseball to have divisions. So I would just have 15 teams in each league. You take the top. Uh, six. Six. One and two get buys. Yeah, and do a best of three. Yeah. But anyway, so like that's another conversation. To get rid of tanking, I was reading the article on ESPN. And they were throwing out ideas like um, reverse the draft order. So teams that just miss – like so the, the first team that misses the playoffs gets the number one pick. The team that finishes last gets the last pick. And then you know you, you go back to the normal draft. I don't think that works. I think Be- it's awful. I don't think that works. Um. I don't want to reward like, cause then you have teams that are close to making the playoffs thinking, Oh, we're still, we're not that really, we're not that good though. So should we just tank the last week of the season to make sure we get the number one pick instead of going in the first round of the playoffs and getting our asses smoked? You know I what I mean? I don't think anyone in baseball does that. Cause the baseball draft is such a crapshoot. You'd rather have a top five pick than a number 20 pick though. I guess if that's, if that's what it comes down to, let's say last year, the Marlins were, didn't they make the playoffs last year? When 16 yeah. teams were in? They beat the Cubs. And at one point, it was like the Marlins have never lost a playoff series. Yeah, but we all knew the Marlins were pretty bad. They weren't going to win the World Series. There, there's just no chance. And if you're the Marlins and it, com- and it comes down to like one or two games at the end of the season and the last 10 games of the year, they're looking at their standings mm-hmm. and they think to themselves, should we try to make it to the postseason here? Have no chance of winning the postseason Revenue. and pick 25, 26. Or... We could just, you know, we could lose a couple games. Don't all the teams that make the playoffs split the playoff revenue? Evenly among each s- series? So, yeah. If you make the playoffs, you're still getting World Series revenue. I believe that is the case. So you... Why would that be the, why would that be the case? So you want, like, the World Series to Money's go, good, yeah. So to go to Game 7, because you're like, okay, there's more revenue there. I'm not sure that's the case. I think you need to fact check that. 
It might be all MLB. I don't know. No, they don't. They wouldn't share it. With I everybody. think there's something about playoff, would they? There's something about playoff revenue being split by all. Well, playoffs. the players get bonuses for making the playoffs, so that's a thing. Right. The team also doesn't give a shit about that. There's something about the teams making revenue throughout all of playoffs. I think if you're a team that expects to be bad, you care more about your draft pick than a few extra million dollars. Okay. Well, there, I guess it depends. Some teams could care. So I we agree that's that's to flip the stand, flip the Terrible. draft order is Awful not a good idea. idea. The other one was to kind of do what the NBA does and you tier the levels where like okay, you group the bottom seven teams and you have a, a lottery and then the next seven teams have a lottery. So if you finish for like last or if you finish seventh to last, you have the equal chances of getting the number one pick. You know what I mean? Okay. You, you group it into tiers. Okay. I don't think this works either because every team would still, if you're trying to tank, you're still tanking, you're still tanking to try to get to that last tier. And then once you're in that last tier, you want to make sure you stay in the last tier and you stay in that tier by losing. So, yeah, the last week of the season comes down. You're you're locked into the tier. Like, okay, you can win a few games. But over the course of the season, you are still tanking hard to make sure you stay in that tier. I don't think the lottery works in the NBA. The lottery is not a model I think that we need to follow because clearly the NBA teams are still tanking. And it's rigged. We can all agree on that. For Cleveland somehow every year. Cleveland, the team that never deserves. I mean, great drafts Cleveland has gotten just gifted to them. First, it was LeBron, coincidentally, going hometown. And then they got the number one pick with Kyrie Follow Irving. Follow the money, Ryan. Follow And then they the got the number money. one pick with Anthony Bennett, who actually was the worst number one pick ever. <laughs> How about that pick? And then they get uh, Evan Mobley this year, who it's a three-team or it's a three-player draft or four-player draft, and Evan Mobley is – But the NBA is dead. Anyway. And we regress. Digress. Digress. I don't like the lottery. Do you like the lottery? I could not care less. I don't – no, I mean to apply it to the MLB. I don't think it works. I, I don't think there's anything wrong. So I don't know where you're going on this. With what, MLB? Yeah. Teams that have no interest in winning that hang out the bottom of the standings I, all year and just to get a higher draft pick? I don't think the players do that. No, the players don't. Absolutely. I, no, the teams. I don't teams. think there is taking in baseball there. There are teams not trying to win. Who? The Baltimore Orioles. The Pittsburgh Pirates. I think they're trying the to Chicago win. The Chicago Cubs. They're not tanking to get the, the first Chicago. pick. No, they're not trying to win, though. <clears throat> and the byproduct is yeah, but that's just a rebuild. Okay, so this is this also came up in the article. The rebuild is a is a sexier word for tanking. It's where you strip down everything yeah. of value from your team, get rid of the money, and start over. Yeah, you're not trying to win, right? That's not tanking though. Not trying to win. You're not trying to get the equal first tanking. pick in the draft. Aside from the the first pick in the draft, you're saying there's a difference between not trying to win and tanking. That's the, those are synonyms to me. Not trying to win and tanking. I didn't say not trying to win. You did. I, we'll, no. Check the tape. <laughs> Clarify. I, I said that there are teams that are rebuilding, but those players that they're building with. Not what I'm arguing. The players care. Oh, my goodness. Players absolutely care. Okay. Yeah. So what what are we arguing here? The the I don't want teams for offices – to not have any incentive to win games. So you don't want the Cubs trading everybody like they did at the deadline. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. Why? Because it makes for a bad product. So? Other teams needed that, and it makes for a great playoff product. No, but when half the teams aren't trying to win, we look, look at the – Yeah, at but this. that happens – there's no way of fixing that in any sport. 
here's how you, okay, so transition. <laughs> here's how you fix this. Um, I would like to keep, well, okay, so how do I get, how do I jump into this slowly and explain it? Um, playoff, so I was talking about, you know, one word after the other, right? eliminating one divisions other. and adding playoff teams. Like that's a, that's a discussion for another time. I would like to have the next eight teams that don't make the playoffs have their own separate tournament. What? Eight teams that, <laughs> that miss the playoffs. Okay. Okay. All the teams below them that didn't make the playoffs, this, this runner up playoffs are not. Okay. So do you want to give them participation trophies too? No, they're, they're <laughs> going to get checks. The players, this is why it matters for players. They're going to get bonus checks. Cause these teams are going to be, you know, televised extra revenue, um, gate, ticket prices, like they're going to make more money from this. So you're actually adding games for these teams. They're going to make more revenue. The players are going to get bonus checks. Eight team tournament of the teams that the next eight that missed the playoffs, best of three series for each round, you know, so round of eight, best of three series, round of four, round of two, and then you declare the winner. The winner will get the number one pick in the draft, not to mention the most extra cash for the players. Kind of like the all-star team. You know how they make extra, they make extra money and the, the home run derby winner makes more money. Like that's just how it works. So they get the number one pick in the draft, the team that finishes second, second pick in the draft, and then so on the teams that don't make this tournament. will get the next picks. So the team that finished the, the best team, the team with the best record that did not make this tournament We'll get the next pick nine and then 10 and then so on. So the teams that are left out, their incentive now is to not bottom out and be a, a shithole team for the season. They have incentive to make this tournament now and the teams that are, you know, mediocre that their incentive is to not sell out like the Cubs did sell everybody. Like you can tr- trade Rizzo, whatever, but not to strip down naked and become one of the worst teams in baseball. And miss out on a better draft pick. So now you're hurting your chances of better draft picks. And revenue from extra playoff. So here's the thing. Money. They'd be losing money. And they're getting a worse draft pick if you fail to make this tournament. There's your incentive to play better. I'm glad you just listened to our newest ad read. Mad Men. What is that supposed to mean? This baked theory. What is wrong with that? <laughs> this, no. It's, What's wrong with it's it? It's awful. Why? <laughs> I'm not going to argue this. No, you don't need to. I just want it. You said it's awful. Why? Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it right now. I love that you're like on your like little walks out in nature with uh, whatever you got going Haven't heard on. one reason. <laughs> Haven't heard one reason. There's nothing wrong with what we're doing. Tell me also, why my idea. So no, tell me why my idea was bad. The teams that are actually bad and are trying to win still. Name one. The Diamondbacks. They're not trying to win. What do you mean they're not trying to win? They just—they're the worst team in the history yeah, of baseball. They literally just have shitty players. They can get better. They could try to get better. They How? could sign more veteran players oh, to try to get yes. better. No, there are avenues to get better. The team, no one's no one's purposely taking the team. Right? This isn't an issue over over the course it's of not the a summer. Systemic issue like it is in the NBA. Over the course of the summer, teams definitely mail it in. Yeah, but this would help prevent that. 
I disagree. I'm not saying it's going to solve all the problems. I think it helps. It provides incentive to continue. They already play 162 games. Let them go have their summer. That's your argument. That's what you have to lean on. Ah, let them have the time off. That's what. That's what you want. Nick Van Exel famously said, "You don't want locker room. I'm going to Cancun, baby. You don't want meaningful games for these teams after the season. No. Extra baseball, extra revenue. If the Potters don't make the playoffs, I don't want to watch better draft pick. Play for some participation trophy. No. No, they're playing for the number one draft pick. No, I don't think the players give a fuck. No, the players. Excuse my French. The the front office cares because they'll make more money and they get a better draft pick. The players care because they get an extra check. Players already get enough money. They don't need this. Not all the players. Terrible idea. Not all the players. Next. Do you know how many good players are making the league minimum this year? Uh, Yeah, Jake Cronenworth. Yeah. You don't think you'd care (laughs) about a a $500,000 bonus check at the end of the season? If the Padres were bad and they were in this tournament and he gets a 500, doubles his money. You don't think he'd care? Of course he cares. Could you imagine Manny hustling in this participation trophy round? Careful. Padres Twitter is going <laughs> to – they're very defensive about Manny hustling. Even though – hey, Padres Twitter, I'm going to do it. Don't do it. I'm doing it. Stop. He does not hustle all the time. Yeah. Watch watch the games. He does not hustle <laughs> all the time. I love Manny. He's one. Of, he's our guy now. But come on. Wade's my boy. Wade doesn't hustle all the time. Tatis doesn't hustle all the time. I'm allowed to say it. There. (laughs) It's okay. We don't need to fight everybody that says Manny doesn't hustle. Let it go. And this was uh, your therapy session brought to you by... MedMed. (laughs) BetOnline.ag. All right. uh, That was enough for today. Wade, you did not significantly have any argument to defend. Please tweet at us on how baked Brian's theory is. You You had nothing to say. That'll do it for today. Thank you for listening. Please enjoy the show or follow the show on Twitter at FireFarmHands. And if you enjoy, subscribe. We're on all your favorite platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Please leave your comments, questions, concerns, and your rating of the show on all platforms. You've been listening to the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, San Diego's number one sports podcast network. That was Wade. I'm Ryan. We'll talk to you next week. Who's a good girl? Marco's a good girl. Toward your destination. Though you may find from time to time. Oh, and Chase, we got that's a, I mean, Chase is the easiest like in the in the group. Agreed. A Chase like means nothing to me. <laughs> if I get one like and it's Chase and like shit, I got no likes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.